You know, you gotta, you always gotta fuck with your cat for about you know fifteen minutes before you record, yeah. which is something that they really should have done in uh, this anime that we just fucking watched, which um, was called a Riri Cat, Lily Cat. Yeah, not okay. to be confused with my Gigi cat, who uh, wants to fuck everything up. Yeah, uh, God damn, it. I knew coming here was a bad idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's adorable. Yeah, no. uh, she makes yeah, up for it. We. we uh, we had to come to my side of the rivers here in Iowa to record today. I sliced the fuck out of my foot today. It's it good. was it was a great day. Recording these days, it's going to be inconvenient for one of us. Yeah, it's always, <laughs> it can't be perfect. No. But, uh, you know, we got to come together and watch something uh, at least uh, entertaining. Yeah. You know, uh, what the fuck even was this anime? Um Name me one of the four themes <laughs> or storylines so, in this anime. If you like 2001 A Space Odyssey, if you like Alien or Aliens, yeah, and if you like uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, mm-hmm. that's kind of just all mashed together like a weird bacterial blob that manifests on your ship. But if you also like whodunits, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, fuck it. And cop stories. Yeah. No points for originality, but I don't give a shit. Right, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> this is me we're talking about. Here. Come on. How many things do you have to mash together in order to make something completely original? That's a good uh, question. For Lily Cat, probably about six or seven. Ask a robot chicken. Right, yeah. <laughs> so just two funny. things, the show. <laughs> yeah, just two things, the show. You know so, I had to do it, too. <laughs> this was released September 1st, 1987, so, uh, you know, a happy uh, fucking 31st birthday, y'all. Yeah. Um, this was uh, this was actually by uh, Studio uh, Piero. Oh, of and, course. Um, yes, of course. It's not like <laughs> a famous studio like uh, Gedeon or Jedion, however you want to say it. Or, I don't know. It's not a fucking shonen anime. You're the anime sure. guy. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, so, so we had famous Japanese artist and illustrator Yoshitaka Amano, who is co-credited for character design and monster design in this, which there wasn't much of a monster. It was like stringy stringy things that we'll kind of get to in the synopsis. Well, I think they intentionally show as little of it as possible. Which works, you know, I mean, that's kind of how you want to see it, um, see it kind of portrayed here and there. However, uh, in the next anime that we cover, which I'm going to keep that a secret, (laughs) you see a lot of that fucking thing and it is absolutely terrifying. So I'm really excited to show that off to you. Uh, But yes, uh, Mr. Amano, he created these, like, gruesome fucking, you know, aliens, like we said. It's, it's a lot like The Thing, where it's very visceral, very muscly, uh, lots of blood. Face warping. A lot of face warping, yeah. We had a lot of body horror here. The main character designs, which were very 80s, were created by character designer uh, Yasuomi Umetsu and uh, Carl Masick, who were best known for uh, doing Robotech. Okay. Which, even by the name alone, you can guess what that's kind of about. You can kind of see, like, visual influences, I feel like. I don't oh, really yeah. watch Robotech, but I've seen, like, screen grabs, uh, yeah, animation I mean, bits, you know? It's uh, just like, oh, yeah. Mr. America, at the beginning of the film that we saw. Oh, uh, yeah. That, you know, like, our first get and got guy. The uh, handkerchief on the boot, you know, uh, f- uh, fatigues dipped into combat boots. Right. You know, like... Cool guy, tough guy. Yeah, bandage on the nose, kind of do. even though that was from a cat scratch, but I mean, like, the these toughest, are signature things. The most toughest wound. <laughs> most toughest. That's the grammar. Right. Uh, so, yeah, um, this ended up getting released in the 90s on VHS, uh, this was done by Masix, um, now completely, like, gone. It's underwater, it doesn't exist anymore, but that was by, uh, Streamline Pictures. Then those DVD rights just kind of, uh, you know, floated around for about 23 years. <laughs> like the ship in the movie. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Uh, and that went to, uh, Discotech Media, and now we can watch it on places such as, uh, Midnight Pulp. Yeah. And probably, you could probably find the it's, fucking thing in low res on YouTube if you really wanted to. Most likely. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, your various anime watching sites. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, I would recommend it. It was fun. I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good soundtrack. Oh, yeah, dude. The soundtrack was, was really, really, really killer. Actually, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. So, we have this, like, again, mishmash of several different themes and storylines going on all at the same time, like a dead or alive uh, scenario mode here. Yeah. The um, OA5 story lives. 
So our wonderful film is set in the 23rd century when companies uh, start like looking at distant planets for mining rights as they tend to want to it's do. It's the future. It's yeah. the future. It's what we do. So also uh, us saying that, you might be thinking about the planet cracking mission from Dead Space. And yeah, it's a You'd lot like right. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a whole bunch of folks that uh, kind of got um, hired by... Uh, the Syncam Corporation. Yeah. Uh, they were part of Saldez, a deep space cruiser, uh, which is essentially like the ship from Sunshine, it looks like, except it's not carrying a giant fucking bomb to reheat the sun or whatever the fuck that movie. Uh, I enjoyed it. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> not to bash on Sunshine. Uh, but yeah, so like all these people got chosen to be on the Saldez by Syncam for one reason or another. Uh, the captain ha- is like over 200 years old because it takes 20 years to get to the planet that they're currently surveying. And um, you go in cryostasis for 20 years, you age only a month. So like everyone he knows has been dead for a very long time. And everyone's just like got their own reasons for being there too. Which you know you get this kind of nice clue aspect. Yeah. Like why are you here? What in true anime fashion, from? everybody talks about their lives. Uh, I like inopportune moments. My <laughs> wife died of cancer, and I thought that I could get away from my sadness. Yeah. You can never get away. No, Ichiro almost got run over by that uh, by that <laughs> truck. He was almost slain. Good thing Spider-Man defeated the truck. <laughs> Spider-Man. So uh, our characters or employees of Sincam are uh, uh, Hiro Takagi. Jiro. Uh, the uh, yes, yes. Sorry, that's uh, Jiro. It's a yeah. uh, gyro, actually. It's yeah. uh, lamb meat. Yeah, uh, he, plays, he plays Beyblades. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a dual lord. <laughs> but uh, uh, you're a third rate duelist with a fourth rate dick. He uh, said to the alien as he launched a fucking blade. <laughs> yeah, to he just kind of impotently bounces across the hallway. <laughs> Until it just inevitably Sorry. falls on its side and gets fucked by the... He's like, oh, by that the was my best one. Like, and then he gets mouth-raped by the muscle <laughs> alien. Well, that's not what this movie's about. Oh, yeah, that's Although right. it does kind of happen. That does happen a few times. It's not, as, it's not as graphic as you think. When you hear, you know, tentacles in, like, the anime context. To be quite honest, I was at least somewhat disappointed that I didn't see that. I was only mildly aroused. <laughs> I, I was waiting for that ship to set sail and... <laughs> The mass never went up. I don't know how to explain it other than that. So uh, we had Tagaki-sama of the Japanese division. <laughs> Our very own Dick Barry. Oh, yeah, boy, Dick Barry. Of the Australian division. The president's daughter, president of Sinkam. President Evil Four's daughter. <laughs> I was going to say, no. She might as well be. <laughs> All right, so yes, no, she wasn't there. Then we had a Farrah Von Dorothy. Otherwise, we just know her as Dorothy in the uh, in the movie. Then we've got a uh, Morgan Scott, Jimmy, because Jimmy, Jimmy, don't get Jimmy, <laughs> and Doctor Harris Mead. <laughs> He's a strange man. Uh, and then the crew consists of a uh, Captain Micah Hamilton. That's our two uh, hundred year old uh, Captain Man. Very uh, aged and learned. Yeah, he looks like goddamn Logan from uh, yeah, X Men, yeah. like animated show. And then uh, his uh, ships, like like his crew, like under him, we had a Dueler, Walt, Caroline, who's like a doctor of sorts, I guess, mm, or a scientist. She was just like, I think she was like a technician, okay. she, computer lady. Yeah, she had like the short red hair and the ice blue lips. Yeah, because it's cold in space. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'll keep you warm, Miss Caroline. Uh, so then we had our mechanics, Guy and Watts, um, which uh, I believe in the anime we actually had it spelled uh, G-A-I yeah. for Guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's actually like Guy, like Guy Sensei of Naruto Shippuden. 
Uh, I don't actually say it like that, so don't hate me. Don't take away from my cred, okay? Guy de la Fontaine. <laughs> um, in addition, Nancy, of course, had to bring her cat. I would have brought Gigi. Nancy brought Lily. <laughs> Lily cat. Um... The ship allowed uh, the passengers to go again, like I said, into this, you know, hyper sleep or cryogenic sleep for 20 years. They age one month. Uh, the ship would then wake them up and tell them how long they've been out. And then they're simply there to uh, check everything on the planet yeah, and get do, it ready for do mining. space stuff. But of course, like any good sci fi horror, yeah. something terribly wrong happens while they're sleeping. And with the 67 minute runtime, uh, it happens pretty fucking quick. Which is good, because sometimes you'll watch a sci-fi horror, uh, and it'll just take forever to get to where it's trying to I need to, to know to. the politics of the two rival corporations that are doing it out for the resources. Right, and it's it's kind of like a... For the resources, though. I had kind of made fun of it at one point when they figure out, like, okay, something happened... Uh, apparently there's two stowaways on our ship with forged IDs. <laughs> the ship had also apparently picked up some sort of foreign object, and uh, we're not entirely sure what the fuck it is. And, oh, would you look at that? Somebody just died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and someone also just died. So, true to the sci-fi horror uh, landscape, when things really kick off, they, like, happen in not just threes, but, like, twelves, <laughs> you know? And then, before you know it, the whole crew's dead, and there's some disgusting alien on its way to the planet. However, in Lilycat, things happen just a tad differently, mm -hmm. which is kind of nice, because uh, that gets pretty dry and crusty real quick up there in space. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, what had they picked up? What had the ship picked up, and why? Just some, uh, it's like a bacteria to add to the collection. <laughs> right, like there was some sort of... Because why not bring uh, some random-ass unidentified bacteria aboard the ship? That the ship was like, okay, yeah, this is a yeah, living the organism. Ship's, the ship's AI decided it. it would be a cool thing to collect. Well, we had that uh, strange third-party input that was just like uh, telling the ship whose uh, AI goes by mother... Which is, like, straight up. That's what they call the computer in Alien. Yeah. And uh, it's very Hal. It's yeah. very Hal. Uh, so, yeah, that's where, you know, you get these kind of influences and things like that. Um, I also found it kind of funny in uh, from, like, us watching it, the three movies that we had brought up that were like, okay, so this is literally these three movies put together. <laughs> when you look up the synopsis or, like, a third-party review of it, those are the three movies they originally just, like, they're like, it's these three movies put together. Um, so I don't know if that's exactly what they were going for, but that is exactly what, what they happened. did. Yeah. That's what they did, though. So some strange, like, third-party uh, tells the ship, yeah, collect that organism that's flying around in space alive somehow. <laughs> and, uh... It does so. It um, ends up, like, storing it. And we get some, you know, creepo vision, you know, some weird shit happening. Um, everyone wakes up, and they're like, oh, you know, this is fine. They find out space. everything. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't you know? Space and time has happened. Hmm. Curious. Can't believe I slept for 20 years. Why won't my dick thaw out, though? Right. It's a real Rip Van Winkle of a tale. It's a real sidewinder. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. And you will. We'll you get will. To that. <laughs> Probably the highlight of Lulicat. Um, but yeah, so the first guy to get got is our American gun toting badass, obviously. Because he brought a fucking shotgun into space with him. He was very happy about bringing it with him. You know, had to give it a couple pumps. <laughs> yeah, because that's how shotguns work. You just <laughs> pump it a bunch of times, and then eventually you shoot. You pump it a bunch of times, and then your bullets go farther, dude. Your bullets get bigger. <laughs> and do more damage. <laughs> so, you know, he's checking out some weird shit. And then um, he gets got by some unseen thing. The party finds him, and uh, it looks like he's died from some sort of bacterial infection that yeah. caused Legionnaire's him to, disease. Yeah, uh, which affects the lungs, making you uh, eventually stop breathing. Or so it would seem. <clears throat> yeah, and so, like, you know, they brought his uh, body back to the med bay, as you do in sci-fi horror. And then um, we have uh, two more people that go out. They found his body. Um, they die off screen, their bodies are brought back, and, um, you know, alarms are getting sounded here and there, and, uh, 
Then there's, oh yes, the old fat man doctor, the kind man that looks like a Dr. Hamilton of Jurassic Park fame. So, uh, Dr. Wiley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's also Dr. Wiley. But he's just a dumb dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, he could have. Way well, to fucking miss out on that. Dr. Uh, Dr. Light. Oh, yeah. With that voice. Yes. But yeah, know, whatever. <laughs> He's your generic anime doctor guy. Yeah, that's that's the important thing here. Right. So, uh, generic anime doctor guy, uh, token black man. Yeah. I just wanted an excuse to go Doctor Wiley. <laughs> Doctor Wiley. Yeah, yeah, we have a black man on this crew. Yeah, of course, but you know he has like a grand total of maybe eight lines, and then he dies. Yeah, off screen. Yeah, <laughs> and then when they go back Good to check name. on the bodies to you know like get a proper diagnosis, because uh, I believe it was uh, Jiro. Uh-huh. Jiro was a medical student of some sort. He had some sort of medical expertise, and that's why he was on the ship. Um, um actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Get ready, guys! Oh man! Um, he was actually uh, like an engineering expert, so his record said. Yeah, and then exactly. he got found out. Yeah, through some questioning, because while all of this is going on, while all of this is going on, Captain Handlebars, Dick. Sidewinder Barry. <laughs> Dick Barry, a.k.a. the Sidewinder, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, hop into the other theme yeah, in this movie. The whole time... Sidebar the alien bullshit. While people are getting picked off by uh, just an unknown alien organism, fucking... They're trying... This you know, uh, well, Dick Barry is a uh, very sidewinder. Is very adamant about finding the sidewinder this, Dick. These two culprits, so yeah. they're questioning the remaining crew. Yep, trying to like quiz them on their background information. Yeah, like what the system has, and then versus what they're saying, kind of uh, cross checking, if you will. Yeah, and uh, the whole time Dick was like making me want someone to punch him in the fucking face because he just had this stupid look on his face, and he was just holding a shotgun over his shoulder, like yeah, like an asshole. Yeah, how are you going to get the right answers out of someone when you're just like essentially being like, I could blow your brains out right here, and you look like a fucking dick. Yeah, he really Barry. did. <laughs> he really. <laughs> uh, like what a what a great way for that Japanese team to come up with names for for white folk. <laughs> really enjoyed that. Um, I should show you. There was like a like a football game mm-hmm. that was made like for like the NES. Back oh the no, day. we've seen that. Yeah, all those fucking names. It's like America Hamburger Johnson or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like I wish my name was America Hamburger Johnson. That <laughs> might make more sense when people saw me. They'd be like, Oh, what's up, Burger Johnson? Yeah. <laughs> be like, no, actually, my name's America. Not not much. Just enjoying my American life that I live. Yeah, you know, my blonde wife and uh, my blonde children and my white picket fence. I also speak Japanese for some reason. Omiwa mo shinderu. Hajimashite. So, before I run out of Japanese words that I, that I know, um, they can't really seem to pinpoint who the two people that don't belong on the ship are. And... Um, you know, people continue to get got. The ship starts jettisoning uh, parts of it, yeah. parts of itself into space in order to preserve it, uh, because the infection of this bacteria is actually causing the ship to rust and kind of melt away. Um, There's a lot of things going wrong. Yeah, and uh, so like at one, but we point, really need to find out who these uh, two uh, stowaways are. are. Yeah, that's the important thing. So like uh, at one point, I believe it's Nancy. Nancy sees her cat Lily. She chases after her, and then um, you get this really disgusting scene uh, of the cat literally being like sucked into a hole and like. Uh, melted away and shit. It's really fucked up. It's, yeah, it's pretty graphic. It's yeah. For some reason, these uh, these kind of older animes. Um, sadly, including the one that I'm actually gonna have us uh, check out the next time we do an anime episode, has a pretty bad one with Brutal a dog. Animal murder. Yeah. A pretty fucking bad one with a dog. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah. For whatever reason, they're like, oh well, you know, we'll just we'll just show it happened to an animal. I guess. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's, it's an animal. It's. Fine. Who cares? <laughs> um, just looks like, you know, 70% of animal owners' cats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it was a well, it was like a really well-drawn-out cat, <laughs> yeah, you know? Like, like they really a lot of detail. Like, 
<laughs> like you got to watch it sleep for like probably two minutes and it just looked adorable and they're like enjoy this yeah. because this cat's gonna get fucking torn to shreds um so yeah uh moving on they're like hmm what the fuck is this and uh they find that it's uh like plus all the corpses are also missing now too yeah they just up and vanished yeah and uh one of the fat doctors is like well they even left their underwear <laughs> what's going on as he like took a big old sniff out of it oh they sure did <laughs> yes yeah. sir yes sir yeah and uh so like as parts are getting jettisoned uh Two of the members, Duller and Walt, I believe it was. Yes. Or, yeah. <laughs> it was either Walt or Watt, you know. We paid a lot of attention. It, we did, but it's like, what even fucking happened? <laughs> like, there's there's so much here. It's uh, it's a real coelacanth of a story. We're the reason that, like, they don't have faith in Western audiences. <laughs> yeah, I can't really pay attention. I'm to supposed something. to follow this. I can't pay attention to anything for an hour and seven minutes. Here, let me make an hour and thirty minute podcast. Yeah, I just shed my pants. <laughs> Are the nachos done yet? <laughs> Is the game on? <laughs> yeah. Big goals. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, Dora and Watt get a jettison. Yeah, just like fucking. Pretty sweet, like, uh, zero oxygen. Yeah, like, total recall happens. Yeah, they just get get all fucking twisted, bloated, and fucked up. thrown on the surface of Mars. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if that wasn't, like, crazy enough to watch them get all contorted and fucked up, when that ship part jettisons into space, like, does, like, a super fission, like, (laughs) Supernova. (laughs) Birth of a sun. (laughs) And it's, like, not even that far away from the ship. And, uh, so, another thing. It's a sci-fi horror movie. It's science fiction. Don't go in and analyze all the problems. You know, you don't have to sit there in a room with your friends and be like, actually, there wouldn't be explosions in space because there's no oxygen. Yeah, like Neil deGrasse Tyson was going to be having a fucking field day, I'm sure. Yeah, because... "Mm, No, they wouldn't be able to hear them screaming if they're in the vacuum of space. Like, (sighs) shut up, nerd. Yeah, shut the fuck. You don't do that shit when you watch Star Wars. I'm sure he does. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's a real treat to watch science fiction. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know anything about Tyson. He's probably a, you're a swell man, I guess. Yeah, just fucking killjoy if you're trying to have fun. I just want a lightsaber, dude. Actually, you would never be able to get a lightsaber because that's impossible. Trust me, I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, aside from those two dying, all the bodies disappearing, there's a whodunit going on. There's a fucking alien bacteria eating away at the ship and sucking cats through holes. Um, uh, Dorothy's wandering off, X-raying herself. Yeah, and like, oh no, am I sick? And then she gets, uh, she gets all tentacle touched. Like, you, they probably deleted a scene. Yeah, there was probably like a, a lot of something that was missing. You get to see one nipple. I w- I'm not. I might have to contest that. I didn't see it. It might have been the shirt button, but it was it was real well placed. That's like a hidden dick in a Disney movie. You know, okay. it could be the hidden nipple of Lily Cat. <laughs> nipple contested. <laughs> contested. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I'll have to put in, like, a gavel. Come, <laughs> <laughs> come. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, of course, now they've got to go find more of the people and figure out what the fuck is going on. Uh, while they're looking for Dorothy, um, several other people end up getting got. Shaggy. And uh, the captain. After they made a, they made a couple <clears throat> flamethrowers in Shaggy. Um, yeah, like they just had enough parts. Yeah, he's like, I just wanted to do something cool, you know. I just wanted to eat like fucking ten piece burgers with my pal Scoots. <laughs> like this chip's real spooky, guys. And then he died. Right, so like Mike and and Scoob and Shag go and, and make some flamethrowers. Caroline. Caroline of. The Chosen One. Oh, shit. Shit, that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah, you you gotta be deep into our lore to know that one. Yeah, read uh, read the YouTube descriptions, <laughs> oh. at, or just watch them. 
No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> so yeah, Caroline, uh, of course, just like you would in Resident Evil, when you take off that map and you look in the fucking B-hole, and then you get all the bees coming out of the B-hole coming at you. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, no. Yeah, she... Uh, what she, is it? She sees the faces of several uh, members that got, got, including um the cat. Yeah. And then she's just gone. Yeah, she's She's gone. just gone. Um... Shaggy disappears. Really cool. Yeah, Shaggy disappears after doing the same stupid thing. Yeah. And then, um, you know, Mike is going around being fucking badass with a flamethrower. He uh, kind of, um, he like flamethrowers his way into like the mother room. And our hearts. Yeah, and our hearts, for um, sure. But he, he was like, hey, there's like two stowaways on board. He's like, whatever. Let's just, yeah. who gives a shit? Let's just go. We're, in, we're on a ship in space. Like We're all in peril. Yeah. And so, like, you know, he goes into the mother room. But even, like, before, you know, yeah. like, people start dying. He's like, oh, yeah, like, eh, Yeah, whatever. like, fucking who cares? I was kind of surprised. He'd be like, oh, yeah, not my problem. I Let's mean, like, back to when, the he, job. when he talks to Shaggy, uh, that's his canon name, yep. um, he's just like, yeah, you know, everyone comes on this ship or, like, you know, does these kinds of missions to run away from something. They're always trying to... Uh, run away from some sort of problem. Everyone has their reasons and um All have their wounds they carry. Yeah, something. the wounds they carry. And uh so he doesn't really give a fuck about a couple of stowaways because by the time they get back everyone that actually gave a fuck about them are likely dead or like venerable, you know, or old age. Not even, like record of it left. Yeah, exactly. Like no one fucking remembered you. Yeah. I mean, someone who disappeared in the 70s or some shit, you know, like and then they just come out of hiding. Yeah. Like, they have a pretty good chance of just blending into society. So, uh... Like, I mean, they have a name for it in the movies. They have, like, time, time jumping or something? Yeah. Oh, is probably some sort of, you know... Time escape? <laughs> time crime? Yeah, time crime. <laughs> are, are, are you committing time crime? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he gets into the mother room. And it's like, who the fuck has been telling Mother all of these, like, commands to do all these things? Like, we're, we're alone up here. Who's been controlling this? And then he sees, like, the map of corruption, you know? Like, like, like you said. The like, map. Yeah, the Metroid <laughs> map. And it's, like, 70% of the fucking ship. Yeah. It's just, like, red. And uh, it's just, like, he's entering in a lot of hilarious commands, like, trying to get the ship to answer anything. And she's like, I only listen to Master. The Master can only give you the answers. And, like, like I don't know if you'll live. He's like, huh? What? What, what ellipses, question mark? <laughs> yeah, there's, like, four ellipses. And then the computer's like, LOL, IDK, man, yeah. just talk to the Master. Find the Master. And then he's like, okay, so who is the Master? And then it just uh, gives you... Uh, uh, oh, what's the fucking word when it spells out, you know, like, it's a shortened version. Oh, yeah, anagram? No, I don't, is it an anagram? I don't think it's an anagram. I think that'd be like Ayn Rand is, uh, you know, or Andrew Ryan is Ayn Rand. <laughs> you know, something oh. fucking stupid like that. It doesn't necessarily matter, even though uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like a dummy. When, I already feel like a dummy. Yeah, when I listen to it later, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. That word. So anyway, it's one of those. Acronym. Acronym. Thank you, Brent. You saved us. Saved us. Aww. I'm sure that's going to be real cute for everyone to listen to. <laughs> Two 20-somethings forgetting basic English words. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the sweet fruits of our dickberry labor. Yeah. Um, Twelve years of school. All <laughs> <laughs> for... All for this. <laughs> Welcome to us. Sorry, in advance. Um, but yeah, so it spells out cat. Yeah. Computerized, anatomical, I don't remember. <laughs> cat. Literally cat. Yeah. The name of the movie. The cat's the robot. The yeah. master. Yeah, and like the cat's like behind him and he's like, what? No! And then it attacks him and he flamethrowers it. And flamethrowers like, again and it's just like, hey, hey, hey. And its face falls off, revealing its robot face. Yeah. You Which know. I always thought, um, during the 2012 elections, I always thought Mitt <laughs> Romney was going to do that. <laughs> like, it was going to fall off of his fucking face at the podium, and, like, he just, like, quickly, like, put it back on. Like, yeah, you know, I just love the schools. <laughs> or, you know, like, giant beams of light would shoot out of his eyes, and everyone would forget. Yeah. Except for you. Yeah, because I'm like, my brain's already, like, fried. Right. It comes from eating too many chicken nuggets. 
I was gonna say flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, that too. That just no, no, it just kills your stomach. Right. And you gotta ask, go to the doctor. Ask a uh, SoundCloud rapper Lil Xan. Yeah, He'll he tell knows. you all about it. I um, told him that today. <laughs> too much. I fucking told you, man. <laughs> told him they're nuclear hot. So uh, yeah, so Robot Cat has actually been pretty much uh, our Hal for the movie, being yes. like, you know, he is. What if Hal was a, a, a cat? Yeah. <laughs> And um, basically kind of doing whatever needed to happen for the ship and the organism to come back to Earth for analysis uh, by our shadowy anime corporation. That wouldn't have been good, though. Right. So, like, Sincam kind of built their own AI in this very, very realistic cat. You mean we can't trust this future space corporation? Right. So, like, that cat... Any idea how stupid that sounds? Right. So, like, um... For whatever reason, that's never explained, Sincam decided to essentially make, like, a replicant cat of uh, Nancy's lily cat. Sincam could not have actually planned for an alien organism to just come aboard the ship by chance and be like, we're going to make this replicant cat uh, so when that cat dies because it gets sucked in a hole... <laughs> um, this one will appear to be the normal cat yeah. and be our eyes and ears and, uh, you know. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's just anime deus ex machina <laughs> shit. Um. When the cat's like, you thought your power could match mine? Yeah. It's. As it started glowing with, like, blue energy. <laughs> yeah, it even fires a laser out of the ship. It's like using Bluetooth technology to essentially tell mother what it needs to do. And, um, you know, like, by that time, we're literally left with Dick Barry, Jiro, Nancy, and Mike Hamilton. Because everyone else has gotten got. Straight up got. Got gotten. Got, got getting. Got, got, got. Who's getting got? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> I had to do them, do them. So, yeah, uh, you know, we have, like, our four survivors. That's when, uh... Dick Sidewinder Barry reveals that he's actually an Australian investigator, detective guy, tough dude, that he's been looking for uh, Jiro. And, yeah. um, like, for some reason, you know, in the 20... for 20 years. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, even though I'm sure that in the 23rd century, they probably would have known what he looked like. I mean, with, yeah, the technology we have now when it comes to spying on ourselves, like... Right, exactly. Like, they would have uh, at least, you know, pictures. You think and, a guy uh, who, you know, shot three people to death. Right, and um, why did he do that? Because we get, you know, a nice little fucking side story that means nothing in the middle of all of this fucking murder and, he, and uh, corporation his, schemery. His sister studied abroad, but then, like, uh, got pulled into a world of drugs and she died of an overdose, apparently. Yeah, she was also put out as a prostitute. Yeah. And then she got killed, and then this dude is like, I'm going to take revenge into my own hands because I am the anime Japanese protag. Je- protag, yeah. Yeah, and um, so he, like, guns down these three people, and uh, Dick Sidewinder Barry, I can't get enough of that name. It's it's terrific. <laughs> the Sidewinder was hot on his trail, flicking his tongue out, getting his scent, and uh, chased him uh, aboard this, the fucking Saldez. And uh, even went as far as going into cryosleep for 20 years. We even talk about the time before that, um, when they have to, uh, before they run down that hallway that gets, like, busted up. Yeah. Where, uh... Oh, no, that was when he puts the cuffs on him. Yeah. And then he fucking, they uh, have an actual close encounter with, like, the monster in its entirety. But then there's a scene where the captain mm-hmm. um, has to run up to where everybody's waiting. Oh, my God. <laughs> How can I almost forget that, like, the, the number one best part of this fucking film... <laughs> Where, like, everybody's just... The rest sitting of the cast there. is just sitting there all quiet. And you hear just the most quickly rapid tapping of the feeties. Like, it just sounds like, oh, man. Uh, so doing a tap dance number. <laughs> and then, like, everybody just kind of looks up like, huh? <laughs> it's just like a blank hallway. And then, like, more... Feedy's tapping, and then he just shows up with a fucking flamethrower. He's like, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. The ship knows. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> so, you know, like, now we know 
why most people are there, except the captain is still a mystery. The captain and, is the um, captain, man. Yeah, he's just the captain, man. And Nancy's just, you know, a, a poor girl at this point. And then, um, like, they start running. And we learn Nancy's, uh... Uh, true motive. Yeah, for after this ship. is after they fucking run through a pretty pretty spooky hallway. It was a really good scene. Yeah, but not everybody got out without a scratch. Yeah. Uh, so for one thing, uh, Dick Sidewinder Barry had accidentally um, forgotten that the gravity on the Saldes is a little bit less than Earth. In that, like, he shoots a shotgun and then gets, like, thrown the fuck back and about, like, breaks... I think he broke a few ribs. Yeah. Because he has bandages on his ribs for, like, the rest of the film. That was me. That wouldn't have happened to me. Right. I can control my shotgun blast. Firmly planted to the ground. Yeah. Find your center of gravity. Um, but he didn't. And the thing monster didn't even give a fuck. Yeah. And it just disappears. Um, that's the first time that we see it take, like, a full form of somebody. It's, uh, Dorothy, I believe. And then it just, uh, does, like, a thing face split. And then, like, a cat face comes out. It's pretty cool, honestly. And, like, in the cat's mouth is, like, another face. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty fucking sweet. But I, I could have used more of that yeah. in the film rather than just, like, creepy muscle tentacles. So they run through a hallway full of creepy muscle tentacles. <laughs> and teeth and fucking eyeballs and shit. And uh, Dick Barry gets the real bad touch from the tentacles. <laughs> and um, After bedtime. <laughs> after bedtime. And so, like, they're all sitting there and talking, and then all of a sudden, like, Dick, Dick Sidewinder Barry don't feel so good. <laughs> and, and he goes, like, Hokuto no Ken fucking yeah, like, hundred crack fist. He touched, <laughs> he touched fucking Kanto Seikun, the hidden channeling point. And uh, he was like, Nani! Nani! As his head just, like, literally bloats up. And then the, the, the bacteria was like, if you move from this spot, you'll die. Don't make a step until the authorities get here. And he's like, yeah, but, right. Yeah, then he starts to move. I am the authorities. And then, yeah, he started running. And then, and then he just, like, pretty much liquefies, turns into strings. Silly uh, strings. Silly strings. <laughs> 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 like... Jiro like he like pulls his like handcuffed hand away from his and it fucking like, pulls mind his fucking hand off. They kind of like reconciled sort of. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah, hey, sorry, I know you helped me, and we're dealing with some shit. Yeah, I lost the key during that yep. shotgun blast. Yeah. Um. So now, uh, Dick Sidewinder Barry. Yeah. Is now nothing but a dumb pile of clothes. Yeah. And. Jiro, uh, you know, claims the shotgun, mm -hmm. and then he goes through his coat, and then finds the fucking keys, and he's yep. just like, what a cocksucker. Yeah, and like, Nancy's like, oh man, What a bastard. dick berry. Yeah, what a dick berry he was. <laughs> and then, like, Jiro, in the most, like, Japanese protagonist turn, is just like, nah, I don't blame him. He knew he was gonna die here, and he came all this way here to arrest me. I respect that. I'll keep the cuffs on as he throws the key behind him he already got me my fate is sealed essentially <laughs> yeah, like, and we're gonna die on this ship which is really deep so you know what what a great time for like some more sub story yes. from, uh, from nancy yeah sub story 17 <laughs> sub story 17 nancy breaks down crying our sad blonde girl in like uh fucking like gymnastics attire pretty much uh, her whole fucking plan for coming on to the Saldes. <laughs> it's probably the best one out of everybody. Yeah, it really is. No, it's so fucking shallow and hilarious. Uh, her best friend stole her boyfriend from her, so she... She decided, like, <laughs> I'm gonna go to space for 40 years, but when I get back, I won't, I will only have aged a month, and you'll be an old hag. Could you imagine... <laughs> having having plotted such a fantastic fucking get back you, fucking stick burn and like the old ladies is like you went into space for 40 years just to come back and gloat about how you're young looking like yep yeah <laughs> bet you feel pretty stupid huh <laughs> Your fucking tits are sagging, and, and I'm alive, and... And everybody I know is, like, really old or dead. <laughs> yeah, like, joke's up, you yeah, bitch. idiot. You dumb bitch. She spits at her. <laughs> <laughs> we got married, we had several kids, yeah. and he I died. Yeah, I lived a really nice life while yeah. you've been gone. 
<laughs> Everything you know and love is gone. Yeah. It's like, yeah, at least I'm not old. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Got you. Got you, bitch. <laughs> you know me. That's what you get for stealing my boyfriend, you fucker. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the United States of America in the late 23rd century, where D's Nuts is now your president. <laughs> Straight out of Clinton, Iowa. And we drink Brondo Thirst. So <laughs> plants crave. Tupari. Nine out of ten people love Tupari. The last one's on my list. So, um, you know, like, that's that's a really fantastic fucking plan. <laughs> and she's just crying because... She, she won't be able to go back. And get her fucking... It's revenge. all for nothing. So we have two revenge-addled... 20-somethings. And then an old fucking Captain Logan. doesn't give a fucking shit anymore. We got old man Logan who's just like, yeah, well, time to show everyone. One. Yep, it's gonna be my last one. Time to show him what toy I brought with me. <laughs> he brings him down to the hangar where he's apparently just been bringing like the Apollo NASA, yeah. fucking 11 <laughs> shuttle. He's been in space a long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of wish she would have walked up to him and been like, all right, baby, it's time for one more trip. And just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apollo 792. <laughs> Go back home and be a... Family. Be a... <laughs> Family shuttle. Family. A Prius. <laughs> <laughs> that would explain why it was so good at flying. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, like, he, uh, he lets him down to the fucking shuttle area and then, uh, you know, like any... There's a swerve on him. He's yeah. like, um, I'm going back up. Actually? You're getting out of here. Go. And he does like the, well, looks like I gotta go down with the ship like a real captain. So right, because like, he felt really bad about being a bad navigator, but it had nothing to do with him and everything to do <laughs> yeah, with I don't the think, fucking cat. I think navigation was the least of their problems. Yeah, considering the fact that they had uh, nothing to do with anything for the past 20 years of the ship. They, was, they literally woke up and shit started going south. Right. I do kind of find it funny, you know, like uh, on, on some of these sci-fi movies, though, quick aside, um, yeah. my hot take. Oh. So, like, yeah, get ready for it. So, you know, like... Um, Oh, what is it, like, Pandorum or whatever the fuck? You probably... It's not worth your time. Okay. Um, couple other sci-fi movies, you know, uh, Sunshine or Event Horizon. They're on these, like, crazy long voyages. They go on cryosleep. They're gone forever. Um, you know, when you're that far in the future, like, 20 years would change literally fucking everything with the yeah. rate that, like, technology goes. Like, you go... Your ship would be obsolete right yeah that's what i'm saying it's like you fucking go to space with a walkman and you come back and everyone's got computers in their hands yeah like they can and you're teleport. like what the fuck are you talking like about you get to the planet like oh we teleported here yeah you big dumb bitch if you had been here for the past 40 years baka you would have fucking known <laughs> oh by the way everyone you know is dead and i live in your house now <laughs> <laughs> I shit in the toilet that you used to shit in. I piss in the lid. <laughs> no. On purpose. <laughs> so you flush it and you're like, why does it still look like pee though? <laughs> Who did this? Who did this? I take double deckers daily. <laughs> can we start a can we start a zine? A zine <laughs> called Double Deckers Daily? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that should be our player. first t-shirt print. <laughs> Double Deckers Daily. All right, sorry, I'm done laughing at my own fucking joke. Uh, like a goddamn schmuck. Um, so, Captain goes up to, you know, the giant hydrogen bullshit room that yeah. every spaceship has. Of course. That you can just turn a valve very easily and, and now release. the whole entire ship has hydrogen <laughs> in it. Like enough to explode like 32 <laughs> Hindenburgs. Like, yeah, like Samus escapes planet Zebes, basically. Yeah, and uh, so, you know, he, he turns the valve and uh, looks like he almost got killed by uh, Hokuto Shinken. Yeah, like his legs <laughs> bubble up like a delicious pizza. <laughs> They were brown around the edges. They were just and crispy, yeah. <laughs> Filled with delicious spiders and all the bubbles. And, yeah. Mm. And then he fell over. I thought he was like, you know, oh, he's going to turn into dead. ropes. <laughs> 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 what a brilliant plot twist. Everyone dies by shooting ropes. 
<laughs> very, very immaculate rope count. <laughs> Are you a rope giver or a rope taker? <laughs> Lily Cat, how, how do you fit into your BDSM community? <laughs> In this film, they're all rope givers. So, <laughs> so there's two types of people in this world: <laughs> yeah, rope, rope givers, rope takers. As he pulls up his bell buckle, <laughs> like, which are you? And it would appear that the entire crew of Saldes are all rope givers. So it was aiming to be a forty-year-long kink fest, but uh, yeah, it was actually just very tragic. God had other plans. <laughs> Uh, and man was not meant to be along the stars. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Hugh Jackman pulls out his lighter, which is engraved with you know the third of October and eleven in the yeah. trenches in World War One. He's fucking old. Yeah, you know like how uh, Logan is. Yes. Yeah, uh, very old. His brother Sabretooth had uh, already died long before him, and uh, he was ready to uh, go and uh, meet his wife again. And, uh, you know, she probably, I was going to say, and she would meet him at the pearly gates in her bonnet and and sundress. Welcome back, Mikey. That's how it works. uh, Yeah. And so, um, you know, he's sitting there dying of whatever the fuck, you know. Did he breathe too much hydrogen? (laughs) (laughs) I know what the fuck happened to his legs. He just (laughs) fell over. (laughs) I want to, like, if I had a superpower, like, if I could be a Mortal Kombat ninja, I just want to be, like called like hydros <laughs> and i just throw hydrogen bubbles at people like smoke you know and uh <laughs> and then when they breathe in, it turns their legs into bubbly fucking pizza and your vest is the color of like piss <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like man. not super hydrated so it's like almost clear but it's still a little yellow <laughs> So you don't get mixed up with some uh, scorpion. You've been a you've been a very dehydrated boy for a long time, and then you drank like half a gallon of water very quickly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's about the second pee you had that day. That's that's me. <laughs> um, Hydros the ninja. Not the not numero uno. <laughs> Could have been. Should have been. So Mike Hamilton blows himself the fuck up with like a, a dope ass uh, Zippo lighter as. Uh, Jiro and uh, Nancy get away in uh, Apollo 732 yeah. and start flying towards what we believe to be an alien fucking planet they, because they barely know anything about. Yeah, they, uh, like skin, they have some idea of the life forms on there. Right, yeah. Uh, they said uh, they should be all pillar shaped. Yeah, so they're just a bunch of weird, like, pillar men <laughs> doing sick poses. <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of those, like, car sales, like, whippy dudes. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, this planet's dope. Everyone's just partying all the time because it's super windy. Um, and uh, this disgusting, you know, um, kind of a Life the Movie, Calvin-esque fucking, fucking organism. G. Birkin 8. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> it's chasing you down the train, the train roads, in the train holes. Uh-huh. Out of the uh, onto the train train rails and train, <laughs> and is eating your train cars. Yeah, hey, stop eating my train. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm hungry for trains though. Yeah, um, you should get out of here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, like they go towards like the planet's surface, and uh, you know, um, they start hearing the voices of all their friends calling out to them and saying like, help me and shit. Yeah. Which is pretty dope, you know, like, it's very, like, Thing-esque, you know, like, um, kind of trying to play with their senses and their emotions, trying to somehow get them... Protect their themselves or it. Yeah, yeah, like, some sort of, like, last-ditch survival effort. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, all for naught, as it burns away in the atmosphere, we kind of see, like, this sil- muscly silhouettes of uh, the crew members being burned away and, like, screaming. It's like maybe they were alive in there. Yeah, like some part of them. Yeah. Um, which, uh, what did they call that when they shoot ropes and die? <laughs> like, uh, reversing? The reverso. <laughs> reverso. Devere rebirth. <laughs> in the reverser style. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, while they're uh, kind of cascading down to this alien planet... Um, the fucking shell's doing, like, sick tricks. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, doing loop-de-loops and pirouettes, and it's it's just a fucking giant space shuttle. Yeah. You know, like how space shuttles do? 
Um, but and yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, like Chiro's like talking to Nancy. He's like, you know, oh, he's like, one day we'll shoot ropes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, but now we're not. And then he looks at her like, do you want to fuck? <laughs> do you want to shoot ropes at each other? <laughs> what Nancy. Can I shoot my ropes upon you? <laughs> and she's like, I think it's time to change my life and become a rope taker. <laughs> and they finally learn the meaning. And that's how the movie ends. And we get some credits and like you see like a chain dangling and stuff. And then you find out that it's like the handcuffs. And then like the handcuffs are empty. So yeah. it's like, is it just symbolic? Or are we actually seeing that he did end up shooting all of his ropes? <laughs> and like... The only thing left is just uh, handcuffs, and uh, it's uh, then um, the music kind of gets drowned out by a whole bunch of like, <laughs> yeah, cat cat cowling and shit like Which that. I'm surprised hasn't been happening this whole episode. <laughs> yeah, Gigi's been real good. My Gigi Katu. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I did name her after Kiki's delivery service. Yeah, I am a weeb. What do you want to do about it? Um, but yeah, no, overall, as far as, like, sci-fi movies go, as far as sci-fi horror, as far as anime, not too shabby, It's man. fine. Yeah. It's fine, it's worth watching. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, an hour it's, and seven yeah. minutes, dude. It's totally fine. Yeah, and, um, if you find enjoyment... Good soundtrack, it's animated well. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Like, so if you find enjoyment in those things, and, uh, I think I don't, I don't think, because I'm rather dog-brained, you see. Yes. I don't think that... <laughs> Thanks. Like, um, we're still a little, uh... Fucked up from foggy our Tekken from, night. Yeah, foggy. That's the, that's the word I would use. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's right. We're going to be talking about Soul Calibur Six soon, my friends. Um, but yes, regardless, uh, my thought that I had earlier, uh, I know a lot of people that are kind of um, on the fence about 80s animes because of the animation or the washed out color scheme and things like that. But there were several really, really good shots and scenes uh, and honestly, like the color definition and everything, it looked great. It looked great. Really yeah, um, it's it's really worth watching. It's not one of those cringy '80s style animes that you're like, why does everyone have like a fucking pompadour or like some sort of uh, like pixie cut? Well, pompadours are awesome. <clears throat> yeah, pompadours are awesome if you watch especially, anything, especially if they grow in size as you get into more trouble. Yeah, or if <laughs> your name is fucking. Josuke. Yeah. Do not touch the pompadour. Yeah. What uh, <laughs> what the fuck did you say about my <laughs> So, uh honestly though, yeah, like as far as um any feature length film goes, it's it's worth your time. Especially if you like sci fi horror. Especially if you haven't even delved into like anime. Um, though I would have to say It's pretty anime. It's pretty anime. <laughs> and um that that little sentence that I said there, if you really like sci-fi and you like sci-fi horror, but you haven't kind of dipped your toes in anime, the next anime we talk about is the one you should start out with. Okay. It was kind of uh, one of the intros to 80s uh, and early 90s um, kind of horror anime culture that I got into that really brought me into it. You know, things like Ninja Scroll and... This anime that I'm going to keep a mystery to you all. I'm I'm really excited about it. I really do want to talk about it. So, but uh, I mean, in closing, Lily Cat, yeah, yeah, yeah would okay. recommend. Would sure. recommend. Sure, it's fun. I'm not mad that I watched it. Yeah, exactly. I'm we had, I'm, I, we we had some laughs. It's, it's, it was time well spent. Exactly. So yeah, if you're bored, go find Lily Cat, man. Not Cat Man, but yeah, Lily Cat, my dudes. Lily Cat, bro. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Thanks again for uh, checking out a uh, podcast for two people this week. Um, we've mentioned on a couple other episodes, but we do have a Patreon up in case you wanted to help us uh, procure uh, better sound equipment or just help. Material uh, goods. Yeah, material goods, <laughs> really. Uh, but no, it honestly, all of it goes to the show. We bank it up and um, use it for production equipment. So uh, we are on patreon.com backslash podcast for two people. And uh, we have several tiers for you, including a tier that allows you to choose whatever you'd like to give us. And um, we would love to use that as a way to hear back from you guys. And perhaps at some point in the future, we'll even ask you what you want us to talk about for what a while. What do you want? Yeah. From us. Because we have, fun, uh, we have fun having you guys listen to us every week, and uh, we really appreciate it. So we will talk to you next time, y'all. Thank you. Goodbye.